Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, TGIF, y'all, August the 18th, 2023. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he is doing, not only in your life, but in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. You know, on Fridays, we do things a little bit differently. Try to give you a word of encouragement, something to think about as we go throughout this weekend. You know, God always deals with me in different ways. And I always say that God is speaking, but we are, but are we always listening? And so on yesterday, I had an opportunity to, um, get called down for jury duty. They had really called me down multiple times and I kept on pushing it off with excuses. So this last time they told me that I, that was it. I had to show up. So that's exactly what I did. And so, um, I had the opportunity to, you know, of course, fill out the questionnaire, get called up into the courtroom, wasn't selected to sit in the jury box, but was selected to sit outside you know, on the, on the benches. And so as I was listening, because, you know, as the prosecutor and the defendant asked questions of the potential jurors, they can strike you out. And so we were sitting out there, you know, waiting to see if we would be maybe one of the, one of those who would take the place of a, of a prospective juror who might've been uh, struck out or whatever. So here's a couple of things that I noticed. The prosecutor was not only it wasn't only one person it was two people to be exact and the defendant was defending themselves and then of course you have the judge so it reminded me of daniel chapter seven uh if you read that daniel chapter seven and you guys know i like to give you a little homework because it's important that we read the word the bible says to study to show yourself approved But in Daniel chapter seven, it talks about the courtroom and how the books are open. And as I watched the prosecutor, right, the enemy who stands as the accuser of the brethren, right? So he was accusing the defendant. He he had a record of all the things that he had allegedly done. And it was up to the jury, right, to convict the defendant to find the defendant guilty and I thought about that I thought about how the enemy will use people to try to find us guilty right maybe it was some things that we've done maybe it was some things that we said a while back nonetheless his charge is to find us guilty Now, in this case, in the natural, the defendant was defending himself. (laughs) And I think about how often we try to defend ourselves. We try to um, come at those who are coming at us. And that's exactly what the defendant was doing. He was saying, of course, to the to the uh, prosecutor. Well, you know, he's, he's trying to make his case in front of the jury. Well, this is his job and he went to school and blah, 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 blah. And and I didn't do it. And I didn't this, this. And all the while, the judge is just watching. The judge is watching. And I thought, he needs an attorney. 
He needs an intercessor. He needs someone that is equipped to stand between the prosecutor, the jury, and the judge on his behalf. But because he thought he could do it by himself, as, as I was sitting there, I thought, oh man, I'm not sure this is going to work out for this man. And so the prosecutor did what the prosecutor is supposed to do. He started getting rid of jurors based on the questions that he was asking that might go in favor of the defendant. Of course, that's what the devil does. The devil tries to get rid of people who might come into your life to say, now, wait a minute. Maybe you were wrong, but may, wait a minute, you know, you weren't wrong and they give you godly wisdom. The prosecutor, the devil, the enemy does his job of trying to get rid of those folks so that he gets folks that get on his side that try to come after you and I to prove us guilty. Well, the defendant, again, he's pleading the case to the people who he didn't even strike through. He didn't even realize that maybe these people would come against him because both the prosecutor and the defendant have the opportunity, right? To say, no, let's remove this person because they might have some bias. Let's remove this person because of this or that. He didn't know to do that. So again, he was trying to fight this thing on his own. And I sat back and I said, at what point does the judge say you need an intercessor? You need an attorney. You need someone who's going to fight on your behalf. And I thought about Jesus Christ, who sits at the right hand of the father, making intercession for us. When the devil calls us guilty. He says, but father, <laughs> when the devil calls us guilty, he says, now father, when the devil makes claim on us, he says, father, forgive them. He is our intercessor. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that I don't have to fight all the charges that are against me on my own. I'm so glad that when I try to speak for myself, the Holy Spirit steps in and guides me and directs me and reminds me that I am in the, I'm not in this thing alone. The Bible says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and that every tongue that rises us up, up against us, thou shall condemn The defendant thought that he could get himself out of it. Now, maybe he did. I don't know how it turned out. I had to leave. I wasn't selected. I had to leave, but I didn't want to leave him. So I stayed. I stayed. And I watched because I could already see the injustices beginning to take place. Because he really needed an attorney. He really needed an intercessor. He really needed someone in that courtroom who knew what to do, who knew what to say, who knew the questions to ask, who knew when to say, I object your honor. 
the prosecutor is trying to do whatever it is the language is I'm thankful that Jesus does that for us that he says I object your honor I object father <laughs> she's not she's not so bad I object father he's he's not so bad I died for this father hallelujah you are we are so blessed and that even when we go into the courtroom and the books are open because the books will be open for you and I one day they will be open and we will have to give an account for everything that we've done and even now the enemy still stands as the accuser but know that you have an intercessor don't take him for granted don't think because he's sitting at the right hand of the father and you know he's there you can go out and do what you want to do but just know that even when you mess up and even when you continue to mess up when you repent and when you live a lifestyle of repentance and the posture, your heart's posture is towards God. Jesus is interceding for you and I. We've not gotten anything that we've truly deserved. And, and, we, and, and he would truly be in his right if he gave us back everything that we've done. But that's why Jesus died on the cross. He paid it all for you and I. Let's not take that for granted. Let's not take that for granted. For if we do, that means that he died for nothing. Don't let it be said that he died for nothing because we chose to live just any old kind of way. I love you all. Be blessed. And remember, the blessings of the Lord maketh rich. And he add no sorrow to it. I want to send a shout out to my friend, my sister in Christ's son. Um, her son turned 23 on yesterday. And so we celebrate him. I will not say his name, but she knows who we are celebrating. And she knows who we are honoring on his 23rd birthday. May God bless this young man. Um, and may God do exceedingly and abundantly all that this young man could ever ask or think according to God's purpose for his life. And God bless you, mom. You've done an awesome job. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.